You're listening to Doula's Going Digital, a podcast about taking your important birth work online to reach more people. I'm your host, Nicole Joy, digital doula, mother to three of the most incredible little humans ever, accidental unassisted home birth after cesarean mom, and corporate real estate finance dropout turned birth CEO. I've helped thousands of families learn better, more supportive ways to birth. And I help birth professionals build sustainable businesses, leveraging the beautiful tool that is the internet. Before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you to add your name to the wait list for the next round of the online business school. It doesn't open until next year, but when you're on the wait list, you will get my weekly free shit Tuesday emails. So anything for you that I have going on, helpful business information, tips, inspiration, all of the above, you'll get it via email every Tuesday. And you'll be the first to find out about my special Black Friday offers. And then of course, when the online business school opens next year, you will get a special offer just for being on the wait list. Click the link in the show notes, enter your name and email, and then we can continue our connection and conversation through your inbox. Hey friends, this week you're going to hear an interview with one of my clients and one of the members of the online business school for birth pros, Finley. So Finley and I were on a one-on-one private session probably a month ago as of the time of this recording. And we were having a conversation and they said just very casually, yeah, I have a hundred percent conversion ratio, meaning every single time Finley gets on a consult in their own practice. So when they're working alone, every time during these consults, these people become clients. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. You don't just casually say that you've had a hundred percent conversion ratio. That is a very important thing, right? And so it, it was important. And to give it context, we were discussing something that they're working on and bringing to help the rest of the birth community. And you'll hear more about it in the episode, but really that was the background to why this episode came to be, because I was like, hold on, you know, and I invited Finley to come and share a little bit on the podcast, because I know how many of my clients and members of the membership, and also people who aren't my clients, just people listening to the podcast feel just lots of things about that initial consult with pregnant folks. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I do, as much as I enjoyed recording it. It felt like it was just so easy to talk. You know, Finley is very easy to talk to. And I've known that from the first time we got on a discovery call together. And I hope you also um, feel the same. Okay. Enjoy. And I'll see you on the other side. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. I am really excited to share with you all about Finley. We have a special guest this week. So Finley is here and Finley is one of my clients, but has such a unique and cool... It's a statistic, but you know, I like to go beyond the statistic, like what's really happening here. And the first time I learned about this stat in your life, I was like, what? (laughs) So I felt like this is it would truly have been a disservice if we didn't bring this to the birth community. And if we didn't introduce you to the magic that is Finley and perfect timing because holiday season's coming, we're looking at, um, you know, frankly, what investments we want to make during the holiday season. And Finley has something new put together, special for birth workers. And I was just like, this has to get out. I'm excited for you to hear more. Before we get into all of that, I want you to get to know Finley. So tell everybody 
what brought you into the birth world? Like what was the thing that brought you to this space particularly? Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. So what brought me to the birth world? That's such a fun question for me to answer because it goes so far back that it's kind of hard for me to really pinpoint like exactly when it started, but I've always been absolutely fascinated by birth and as an ADHD entrepreneur, I've been fascinated by a lot of different things that I found that have made their way into the birth work that I do, but I, I've always been drawn to birth, and one of the earliest jobs I thought I was going to have was an L&D nurse, and I, I worked in a hospital unit very briefly on a cardiac floor as a nurse tech in it was absolutely awful <laughs> for me as a person just was not the right fit. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's not meant for me. But when I became pregnant and I started exploring the options that were available and saw that there is other ways that you can kind of connect into birth, I, I was super excited about it. And, and I dove right in and I haven't looked back. I've been doing this for 11 years now. Wow. And so, yeah, I guess I jumped ahead a little bit because that's usually one of my most exciting things to ask people because I like hearing your journey. Yeah. If you want to tell us more about you first, you yeah. know, snapshot, that would have probably been what I should have led with, but we'll go there now. Totally. This is the ADHD way. So I think you're just like totally feeling my vibe. <laughs> Not all over the place, but yeah. So um, my name is Finley, and uh, I use she and they pronouns. I am a gender fluid and autistic doula and coach for other doulas. So I I like to mention that because I think it kind of helps people get an idea, feel for who I am and the work that I'm interested in. And I have a couple of kiddos of my own, an amazing partner. I live in Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas. And anyone who's in the Midwest knows that that's very important. <laughs> but kind of in the heart of the Midwest, I've grown up here and I just, I love this area so, so, so much. Kansas City is really near and dear to my heart. And yeah, so I've been a, a doula for uh, 11 years now, but I also do childbirth education and lactation, fertility, abortion support, uh, grief and loss support, end of life support, kind of the whole, whole spectrum. So my jam really is support. I just love to be in support and service to people in life transitions. Actually, before I became a doula, what I thought I was going to do was be a wedding planner. So I was like trained as a wedding planner. And I realized that was like, I was really drawn to the idea of that kind of transition or rite of passage. It was very commercial and not really what was working. Like, no, I was like, this is just not exactly what I'm looking for. And then I became pregnant and started exploring. And so that's kind of that, that pathway. Um, but like I said, I am I'm multi-passionate. So, I mean, when I was a kid, I thought, oh, I'll be a teacher or I'll be a librarian or I'll be X, Y, Z, you know, all these different things. And they've all shaped my services and, and the things that I do as a, both a birth worker and a coach for other doulas. Mm. You've like teed me up perfectly for my next question. Awesome. Uh, and by the way, I also feel you on the multi-passionate thing. Um, at one point recently, somebody really close to me in my life was like, you know, it's really hard to keep up with you and, you know, <laughs> over the years, right? Like over the years. And I'm like, but if you stay with me, then you get it. Like, yep. you know, I don't like to be confined to the limits. Yes. And so I, I get that. I really do. Um, so my, you teed me up for, can you tell everybody a little bit more about your mission in this space, right? Because your, your underlying 
focus is support, but what yeah. is your, like, what is the big mission? What's your big mission energy? Yeah. You know, oh gosh, I love this question too. I love this. So big mission, like the biggest, biggest picture for me is to change the world. And it, I, you know, it's so funny. Like when I was growing up, I always thought I was like meant for this big thing, you know, and then as you become an adult, you kind of realize like, you know, there's daily everyday stuff that you have to deal with and not everyone can be president and not everyone can be policymaker and all those different things. But so then I kind of like, like, I kind of, I think I kind of became dated by that. And so like, you know, everyone has like a mission and I, I kind of moved away from that. And then actually I come back to that idea that I do have a mission. It just, it's not necessarily how I guess we talk to kids about, you know, like these things, I am going to change the world. And that's, that's through my community and through the work that I do and the the daily interactions that I have with people. And that is life-changing for people. That That is absolutely the foundation for how we do this work. It's not, you know, one person shaping the entire planet. It's people doing their, their daily thing, day in and day out, and, and shaping things on these kind of small levels. And so big mission is to change the world. And I believe that when you change birth, you change the world. Because, like, what better way to start uh, or to, to start that change by going to the very beginning of who we are as people. You know, I think that some people will say to me like, Oh, you must do this work because you love babies. And I'm like, oh, what? Like that's never been, this has never been something for me that was a driving factor in being a Jew. I do this work because I love changing people's lives in the way that I show up for them and being for them during um, a really difficult time and birth is difficult you know let's not pretend otherwise and the transition to parenthood is difficult it's challenging so changing the world by by helping parents step into parenthood like with more confidence and without trauma and helping babies grow up to be whole people without a lot of trauma starting from birth all of that is is totally life-changing so big big picture is to change the world and you know on a little bit of a smaller level if you kind of pull back a little bit um, I'm really passionate about working in particular with neurodivergent people and uh, queer individuals as well those are my communities but and working with people who also want to change the world, you know, really building community around those things. One of my, my leading value is community. So that's kind of big picture for me. I love it. And so even when you bring it back in and say like, it's really about everybody making these small things, doing these small things all day in their regular lives, the domino effect, the collective impact of all of those small things are very big. Totally. You know, because I I agree that the version we were sold as kids of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? It it wasn't a very realistic thing, you know, not for many of us, right? The majority, like you said, the majority of us don't go on to be like president or whatever. But I agree that when we all do our version of that in a small way, that collective impact is massive. And really how like, probably how... I don't want to say how it should, but our society would probably benefit much more greatly from having more people doing more day-to-day small things, collective impact than having one or a very small percentage of making all of the norms. I'm putting air norms and and rules out there. Right. Yeah. 
I really appreciate that. Yeah, and I think it's important for birth workers to recognize, like when I became a doula 11 years ago, the statistics were that only 2% of people were hiring doulas. And now it's 6%. You know, that's in 11 years, and that is huge. So we're going from, you know, changing the world for 2% of people to 6% in, in a pretty short period of time. That's incredible. And um, I always tell my clients, like, you know, in 10 years, you might not remember my name, but you'll never forget the way that I made you feel on this day and the way, like, if you have a partner, the way I'm coaching them to help you make, like, they're also making you feel this way. Like, those things are so important, and it has these long-term impacts on your life. You know, when we look at studies of people who would give birth 20, 30 years ago, and they can remember their birth in vivid detail, that's incredible. It's because this beautiful mix of hormones that we have that allows our brain to capture these things. And so we really should utilize that in the best way possible. If we're going to remember this forever, like, gosh, let it be good, right? Amen. And like you're effectively saying a 300% increase in the population that doulas over 10 years, which is huge, right? And I yeah. also speak a lot about like, okay, we've got that 6%, like let's keep going because all these small keep going. is moving that number in the right direction. So let's introduce the thing that you told me that you shared with me like maybe a month or two ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tell us about consult to client. Like what was your thing that you shared that and like, yeah, what do you want to share with everybody about that? Yeah, so um, we were chatting about, I'm not sure how this even came up, we're chatting about conversion rates, and I am realizing that I'm a little bit unique in that my my numbers for conversion, when I am in solo practice, are 100%. So, meaning I, if I sit down with a client in an interview, I book 100% of the clients that I sit down with. When I am in like a partner practice, so I sh- I've gone through seasons of practice where I share a call schedule with another doula. And so then I'm, we sit down and we're selling two people then, but my conversion rate for those six years that I was in partner practice was 87%, which is still pretty high when you're looking at selling two people. So we were talking about this. I've, I'm hearing a lot of new doulas who are really like anxious about going into interviews or who are like getting their first kind of phone call with a potential client and stumbling their way through it and they don't hear back from from them and that's really discouraging and I was like oh interesting like I I haven't actually had that experience as a doula so what have I done differently and I really started thinking about it myself for the first time like okay what is unique about this and um, I started to pinpoint a couple of things that I'm really excited about and then I turned it into an offering which will you know we can talk more about that but I think it's really important for people to reckon for people to know for birth workers to know that whatever their conversion rate is it absolutely can can be better if you utilize like some tools and resources and your your conversion rate can be can be crazy high like there's no reason that you don't have to you know that you won't be booking all of the clients that come to you and it comes down to a couple of factors like how people are finding you how you're representing yourself and how well you know them um and it also comes down to essentially repelling the people that are not right for you 
And I think this is something that a lot of doulas are afraid of. And, and for me, it's been absolutely essential to a very high conversion rate is that people who are not the right fit for my business don't even inquire. Or if they inquire, they'd never move past like that very early interaction with me. So I, my process right now is that people from my website can book a half hour consultation with me over the phone where I spend a little bit of time talking about myself more in depth and my services. And then if they want to, they can move to an in-person interview. But I've actually gotten this process down so well that I'm now booking people directly from that for initial half hour phone consultation. So I'm not even needing to meet with these people in person anymore because they're so clear that they are moving forward with me that I'm booking from that from that initial consult. So even my phone consult conversions are starting to skyrocket because I keep putting more systems in place that, that help that. And you have done such a transparent job at being exactly who you are and allowing yeah. yourself to be seen exactly as you are. Because you said, right, it repels the people that aren't right for you. And if this happens, this is what we want. We want that. It's not a bad yes. thing when people leave your website unsubscribed, don't buy from you. It's actually a good thing. And in my most yes. response, I had something like, I want to say like 40 people unsubscribed from my mailing list. And I was like, awesome. You know? Yeah. And for some people, they might be like, oh no, people are leaving. And I was like, no, that's awesome because they're not, I, they're not my people perhaps you know, and something I said or did may have repelled them. Not that I'm not here to like piss anybody off. Right. But like, I'm not here to be myself. And if they're not like, you know, they don't like something or they're not feeling something, then like, you know, the best thing I can do is allow them to unsubscribe and find someone who is appropriate for them. Totally. You know, because there's room for everybody. Yes. Yeah, there is room for everybody. And it's funny how much I've really embraced that concept that when people leave your audience, it is such a blessing, like more and more over the years, because it is true. I, you know, before when I was having a lot of phone consults that weren't going anywhere, you know, so they weren't going to the interview stage, but I was getting phone consults that weren't going anywhere. It's like, it's such a waste of my time. And it's not of service to anybody for me to be spinning my wheels in these initial phone consults. And I, I put that in place to prevent me from doing that in interviews, which is, is perfect. That's why I book people. If I'm going to go spend an hour with a couple, then I really, like, I want to walk away with them right. as a client. So I added that consult in to, to make sure that, you know, I was, no way I was wasting their time because I could not be of service to them by wasting an hour of their time either. And so then, but then when I realized it's been like, okay, well now also like I'm getting a bunch of dead end consults. So what does that look like? Um, why is that such a problem? Well, I added um, questions to the booking form that they have to essentially pre-sell themselves on my service. And they have to answer questions like, you know, why is now a good time for you to do this? Because if it's not a good time for you to do this, please don't book this consult. Don't waste my time. And I don't want to waste yours either, right? And, you know, questions like, what about my company made you feel like I would be a good fit for you? Because if you're, if you're spending time with me, it's because you think I'm a good fit for you. If you can't answer that question, though, it tells me that you're hoping to get sold beyond what you've already seen on my website. And my website is so detailed and so specific and so transparent, like you said, 
that if you have you aren't already sold that I could be a good fit, then let's it's not gonna happen on the phone call either. Cause I am all out there. I am fully transparent, like you said. And that has also been an evolution in my business. It has been become really important for me to show up more and more. And I've found what's really interesting in the doula world. When I first became a doula, there was like no business education whatsoever. You became a doula and they were just like, it's a paycheck of the heart and people will just find you. And it's like that actually isn't true you know and I was like the only doula in my city that had like a really beautiful website and knew what SEO was and things like that and now that I've watched like so business training started happening you know about midway through my doula career up to this point but then it was all about like this corporate like this really corporate style of like you know move away from all that heart-centered emotional connection and be like a shark and, you know, go after your ideal client and, and this big push, like your ideal client isn't you, it's not you. And it's like, that is true to an extent. And then now I've moved more towards like showing up more and more completely as myself and not hiding any of the things that I think might not, you know, quote, fit my ideal client. Because if I can't be that authentic, then I can't actually have an intimate connection with my client. So if I have this ideal client in my head that I have no real connection to, but it's just who I want to sell my services to, that is so inauthentic. And those people will smell it a mile away. They'll know that I'm just selling them something, that I'm not actually able to connect with them on any level. People know who their kindred people are. You just know it. You can feel it. And so then, you know, there's this big move to like, you know, have this quite sort of corporate idea of an ideal client. And it's like, that actually doesn't work in birth work. You do have to have an emotional and, and uh, an intimate connection with people to have a really good experience in the birth space. When we talk about like, oh, I don't have a stranger. I don't have your mom because it might be stressful, right? Or like these nurses or doctors, like they don't really know you that well. But then you're also like selling yourself as something you're not. How are you not doing all, like just being again, another stranger in the birth space? How is that any different? So I've really just like stepped more and more into being completely authentic and showing everything of who I am. And that is another way that people are just totally, they know when they see it, they know. And that, that really contributes to that conversion rate. So, okay. What I'm gathering from that, a tip that would be like one very simple thing that everybody who's listening, if you desire to um, put something into place to help yourself move forward like this, one really simple thing you can do is maybe go back and look over all of your present spaces online and look at what looks like plain vanilla. And if it's plain vanilla, then knowing that your conversion ratio might be much lower because it's plain vanilla and I don't really know you. If I can't look at your pages wherever you're at online and look at your presence and feel like I kind of can get a, ha- a handle on who you are yeah. or who you help, that kind of thing, then that's one little thing you could do. But having said that, it's also not easy to, no. to be seen. And so that I think kind of easily rolls us right into the conversation about this new service, this new program that you're bringing, which helps people through that. Yeah. So can you break down what is it and, you know, what does it help folks do? Yeah. So I'm launching um, a new service mock interviews for doulas. It's really for any birth worker. But when you start saying birth worker instead of doula, it just gets long, right? (laughs) 
So any birth worker who is looking to improve their conversion rate or looking to gain confidence and be able to sit down and have a consultation um, or an interview with a potential client and really wants to be able to present themselves in the best light possible. So it's a four-week program. We'll spend about an hour each week on different assignments. So we'll go through an ideal client audit. So we'll get to know who your clients are, what that, that community looks like, the language they speak. Um, and where, you know, that overlap is for you as well. Like what is really authentic for you in that? There's also preparation for interview questions. So we'll go through that really in depth, practice those things. There'll be some mindset coaching. So to help you overcome hurdles, we all have hurdles in our business. Um, and the way that we show up, we all have like weird stories and trauma and different things like that. So I do a lot of uh, somatic techniques and um, energy coaching with people to kind of overcome those things. And then finally, we'll wrap it up with actual mock interviews where I I will sit in the role of your like potential client, like the avatar that we've kind of reviewed, like I will be that person and ask you questions and we'll utilize all the things that we've learned over the previous three weeks to kind of wrap that up and give you some practice sitting down in front of a client and representing yourself in the way that you really want to be seen. You know, this is, um, and I was writing down some notes while you were talking. So this is the mock interviews for birth workers. It's a four week program that's kicking off. When's the opening officially? Um, official opening will be a week before, uh, Black Friday. And I don't know the exact date. You'll have to forgive me for that, but a week okay. before Black Friday. <laughs> coming out right around the time of this podcast yes. airing, give yeah. or take. Just keep an eye. I'm going to tag your Instagram so that folks can make totally. sure follow your Instagram too. And I want to like really stress the importance of why this is so important because if you're doing, I see a lot of doulas that are creating content, creating content, creating content. And I'm like, but what is the thing you're doing? Like, what are we leading folks to? You know, creating, yeah. providing an educational platform is incredible. You know, it's, it's very helpful and it's an important part of the puzzle. But if we're doing all of that and then falling short at this piece, then all of that was for what? I mean, it's all about information, but ultimately you need clients to have a business. Yeah. And I mean, I work with people that want to change the world. And the reality is like, you can't do that if you don't have clients. Um, If this is what you want to do, if you want to change the world through birth, like you have to have clients and all these zeros who are offering amazing things. And I'm watching them kind of struggle around me to to book people. And I'm like, okay, let's fix that. Like, let's just, let's move through this piece because it is totally possible. And frankly, I mean, if you don't have clients, you can't keep doing this business at all. You have to leave. I'm not, no judge for any needing to, you know, bring an income outside of your doula business. Mm -hmm. Our goal, all of our goal is for you to stay in business and keep and keep helping people, you know, like that that is necessary. So that I just want to like really hit home that that is so incredibly important. And then, so we're opening up right before Black Friday. And then how long do folks have to decide, you know, read into it, check into it. And how long do they have to move on? Yeah. So the initial kind of open cart period will be all through that, like that cyber week of deals. So, um, cart will open a week before Black Friday. It will close the week after Black Friday. And 
I, I think I'm taking a limited number of clients in this round, but um, I'm not really just the people that I will begin in December. If, if I get a ton of people who are, you know, just like, yeah, I totally want to do this, then I'll just bump them to start in January. So just for folks who are listening and are curious, you know, if you don't get kind of in that initial first round, I've got another thing I'm launching in December. So then I would be able to start a little bit later with folks in January if they're really interested. I try not to use like, I know some programs you really do have to like, I can only take this number number of people and I get that. But I also try not to use scare tactics around like, oh my God, there's only three seats or whatever. But there really is more. Like I do have more capacity. It just might mean you start later. And so that's kind of what that looks like. And just for this two week period, isn't a beta price because I, this is the first time I'm offering this to the world. So and again, not like, a, oh my God, get now, it's going to go up huge in price. It's not going to be a huge leap in price, but I will be pricing it more according to what I think this offer, like the potential for expansion with this offer. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And I agree, right? It's not like um, weird, icky sales tactics. I and mean, the reality is you only have so much capacity. So you can yeah. people during this time and then yeah. opening up the doors in January, people can get a kickstart on 2022 and get, you know, rolling. And I mean, these types of things we're going to have, um, just as an aside for everybody listening, like I'm focusing a lot this week, next week on starting to bring in the birthy black Friday showcase. So that people can look at where you want to allocate your funds and holiday money because, you know, partners, relatives are like, what can I gift you? What can I gift you? And I mean, my vote is always going to be expansion, whatever yeah. that looks like for you over like shoes. I mean, yeah. as long as you have some shoes that'll get you around, like my vote is putting our fun, allocating our funds into expansion and where we can into other birth workers. Yeah. That's a big part of what's happening here on the podcast over the next couple of weeks and on social media. Speaking of social media, is Instagram where you'd prefer people to come find you? Yes, yeah, so I'm primarily focusing on Instagram right now, and you can find me at Finley Dara. So it's F I N N L E Y D A I R E at Finley Dara. Yay! Okay, and I'll link it in the show notes too. Thank you so much. For You're welcome, Nicole. It's such a joy to sit and chat with you. You're always so fun. I love it. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Have a beautiful day, and everybody. Thank you thanks so much, and until next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week.